White Sox. White Sox. Go, 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 go. Call your sons. Call your daughters. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. yes. It's a perfect game. Win Echo. Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez. Who's your hero tonight? Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know? Come with me. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence, Ecknerwall23 on Twitter. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill, and the show is at Locked On Sox on Twitter, Instagram. And thank you for making Locked On Sox your first listen every morning. Locked On Sox is free and available on all platforms including Locked On Socks on YouTube, 312-566-8727 for your voicemails or LockedOnSocks at gmail.com for your emails. Chris Tannehill, how are you? Um, That's a, that's a loaded question today on this episode, uh, mm-hmm. Herbie. Um, I, I don't know if you want to, you know, we said we had a big show announcement here uh, yesterday on the show. Thank you to everyone who's been inquiring about that. Hit me up in the DMs asking me what's going on with the show. Uh, we did not discuss this beforehand, how we're going to re- uh, you know, announce this to you guys. But since you are the one that birthed the show, uh, do you want to do the the honors and make the announcement of what we've been teasing for the past week or so? I mean, it's not that big of a deal. We at Locked on Socks, the show overall is in good a good spot so chris and i are stepping away from locked on socks um this is the last episode for us too not not the show just just for her locked on socks will go on without chris tannehill and her and we'll get to a replacement coming up later in the show but yeah the, the the show locked on socks with herb and i uh as a duo is done after two seasons our contract uh, is expiring uh, this weekend, and uh, we, we did two years, and last year it was definitely a, a crazy year, but we, we signed on with the hopes of uh, guiding you guys through an off season with, with that included a World Series parade, but it didn't happen. But yeah, we, we are not returning to the Lockdown Podcast Network for 2022, and it has nothing to do with uh, Herb and I's uh, relationship. We'll get to that in a second here. Uh, it's just that this particular forum that we've been doing the show for the past two seasons, we've decided to move on from it. And the show is doing very well. We just celebrated our 500,000th download uh, a couple weeks ago, whenever that was, and the numbers keep climbing. The subscriber base is really solid, and the audience is still growing, and it's been a work in progress a lot of the time. Uh, But the time uh, for us to step aside and and start something new, something fresh, has uh, has arrived, and that's what we're going to do here, Herb. And uh, all I can say is, you know, I've got a list of thank yous I want to get to. We'll talk about some of our favorite moments on the show. We'll give some our predictions of things that may or may not happen by the next time we reconvene here and talk about the Sox. But yeah, it's, this is not a uh, there's there's no infighting here with the show. Uh, Herb and I plan to be back in some way, shape, or form for 2022. Now I'm totally content taking some time off because let's, I guess, get to the main reasons why we're we're leaving the show here. Uh, You guys are certainly entitled to a a reason here. Um, And we, you know, we're, we're transparent here. You guys rock with us every day. So we trust you guys to, to, you know, we'll give you guys the real here. Uh, For me personally, this just became an issue of um, taking up too much of my time (laughs) to, to be brutally honest with you. And the lockdown podcast network is a good format. It allows listeners to bond with the hosts. It allows us to build a lot of trust when when we get to, to be with you guys every day, five times a week, through good times and in bad. It's a really good format uh, to build an audience, and and you guys have certainly shown that. You know, you guys show us a love all the time. Email us, call us, and, and thank us for for doing the shows every day, and even in an uh, off season that has been pretty uneventful for the White Sox. We've stuck it out. And we've maintained the five-show schedule, but ultimately, for me, I've got a, a family. Herb is is building his family. Doing five shows a week is uh, it's not necessarily conducive to our particular lifestyles, and it's not because we don't like putting in the work. 
because I think that's pretty evident that, you know, I think we only missed like in the totality of the 2021 season, you know, we, we maybe missed one or two shows because of like a, a you know rain out or whatever and we didn't have a backup plan but we eventually made some of those up later on like with the Kimbrel show but we we held to our bargain in, in our end of the contract which which I'm proud of but when we uh, we signed on uh, in December of 2020 you and I talked and we're like man well we'll give it one more shot because this team is really damn good and they've got what it takes to possibly win the world series and uh, they did not come through but uh, just I cannot uh, commit to another year of doing the show five times a week and they tell us like look you guys don't have to go as long as you do uh, this sh- format is probably better for w- a one host format which we'll get mm-hmm. to who that host is going to be later on but probably better for one person because you can knock out 20 25 minute shows but we know the reason you guys love the show is to hear herb and i go back and forth and once we get going on the topic you know next thing you know it's like 30 minutes have gone by and we've covered one topic in the white Sox <laughs> universe so that's not conducive to the format that that they're trying to build here at the network you know per se so it's you know we'll get to the thank yous here in a second but i think that's what it comes down to for me just wanting to have more time with my family here and i'm just i'm feeling a little bit of a a burnout here you know because i still work incredibly hard at the score and that remains my focus and i picked up the show with jason goff the full go which gives me an outlet to talk about the white Sox, which i'm appreciative for but for me, it was just it came down to just a, a family thing, and I was not the best dad I could be in 2021 during the baseball season. It's been easier, I would say, since the season ended. We can structure the shows a little bit differently, and sometimes it bites us in the ass because we sat down on Sunday night and recorded three episodes, and then Robbie Ray signed, and a couple other things happened, so it left a lot of the, the content null and void. I still, like, still think it was still entertaining regardless, but for me, it just came down to, you know, I'm like Adam LaRoche, Herbie, hashtag family first. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's where I'm That's where I'm at with it. So I, I don't know about if you want to share your reasons. I think they're, they pretty much align with mine because we were lockstep on this uh, pretty much uh, every step of the way. Oh, yeah. Um, pretty much echoing what you're saying, it's you know, away from Courtney and Ziggy uh, this time. I mean, every you know five days a week so during the season we're doing those shows pretty much right after the game so that's just time taken away from them me spending time with them them spending time with me all those things so and those are things i enjoy and and i enjoy this like once you know i set up and we're me and you are rapping we're talking it's all good always the best part enjoy the actual doing of the show but then you know and this is not outside pressure courtney's not complaining she's in law school she does you know she can care less that i am right next to her she knows where i am and i know where she's at so she's not complaining about this she was actually very sad when this uh announcement came through and i, I told her <laughs> she's like oh man i can't believe you're not doing that anymore it's like i know you love it so yeah this is not because we don't love doing the show it's oh, just yeah. like the time commitment with a regular job too it's like if, if i had you know the the druthers, I would definitely do this for my career. If it was paying me what I get paid at the score, hundred percent, it would be cumbersome, but that would be my job. If be my singular focus, that would be brilliant. I love that, but it's not. So until it is, we're farewell, <laughs> bidding you adieu. No, we're not dying or anything. I, I am actually, still people. I am. Dying. I mean, we are eventually dying. Once you start living, you are dying, friends. Yeah, yeah exactly. The well, two-two. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, if I were, if one of us were dying, we would definitely at least make the whole week's worth of shows about it, so we could fill content. Oh, my Jesus! <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll, 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 I'll say the same. Like you know, the voicemails would be lighting up. Like Tanny, uh, you know, you, you've uh, provided stability to the show, and your your sound logic and, and reasoning has been great. We love her more, but uh, you know, th- but sorry, you're dying, man. <laughs> um, no. That's tough. <laughs> Hey, uh, I'll hey, be uh, quickly. Hey, this is Jake Lamb. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, you know what? I'm not sorry. Tanny's dying. Uh, I heard. Love the show. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, like doing the show is always like one of the best parts of my day, especially after a big win. And I'll, I'll get to some of our favorite moments here in a second and why they're so important to me. But I'll echo your sentiment. There is no pressure really from anyone other than myself. And sometimes when you when you put pressure on yourself, you'll find that people around you are like, why are you doing that? That's not necessarily the case. But I know it to be true. Uh, that you know there's so many situations here you know I've got a daughter who's seven years old and I've missed so many uh, bedtime stories because you know in order to to do this show efficiently in my mind 
it's always as soon as that final out comes down you and I are recording and I don't like to watch on on mm-hmm. delay I, you know I like to live in the moment and trying to save whatever excitement or anger I have for the game that just happened save that for the show so I don't like to you know for my schedule it just worked out easier as soon as the game's done we tape I go to bed hopefully you're in bed by 11 11 30 and that's it but I can't tell you how many bedtime stories I missed because I had to tell my baby girl like hey sorry babe uh I gotta see if Aaron Bummer gets out of this jam right quick. You can, <laughs> <laughs> you can read where the wild things are to yourself uh, th- tonight. All right. So like there, there was a lot of situations like that, and any any you young parents can relate. So that to me, uh, what was the, the the crux of it there? But you mentioned, you know, uh, doing the show uh, on a full time level. Yeah, you know, that's something we would like maybe like to to work towards. And I'm not gonna sit here today and try to poach sponsors, but. Are what's next for us? We might as well get to that now. Um, right now, there is no solid plan. We've got some options on the table that we'll we'll discuss in due time. But we we've got a, a lot of good options. We are free agents, and what a what a, an exciting time to be a free agent. We don't even have to deal with a lockout, Herbie. So I'm excited about that. There's a lot of different avenues we can take the show and and put it in a in a good spot for us where it's a little more feasible. Um, you know, to, to for our schedules maybe knock it down to three shows a week. I think that's a little bit more manageable. Um, And we're not doing as many game recaps. We keep it more big picture. I think that's on the table. But, uh, yeah, you and I are not done. Sadly, you know, a lot of you guys and gals out there may be rejoicing today that the show is done. But Herb and I are not done talking about the Sox. Believe that. You know, if big news happens here in the offseason, lockout is solved in short order, you may see a show pop up randomly here or there, be it on the score uh, be it on my SoundCloud page, you will get the con the content you guys are are looking for. But sadly for you guys, I know you guys like five shows a, a week and hear from us every day. But that's not going to be uh, in the cards for us uh, unless they you know someone comes with the, the with the major bag salute bag <laughs> alert. So you know I, I think that's the ideal scenario for us is is still I don't mind doing multiple shows a week. But five is, is not feasible uh, for me. But we've got options, man, and I'm excited to see what the next few months will bring. We've already had some discussions on some things, and I've had some ideas about other things. But right now, I think me personally, I'm just going to take at least a month or two for the holiday season and relax and enjoy time with my family and regroup. It's been a crazy uh, couple years, man. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. It's, we're definitely not done, sadly. So uh, I'm looking forward to whatever – next version of you and I talking socks is going to be because there's no one else I'd rather do it for we talked about you know one of us doing it solo you know because I was there was times where I felt more burnt out than you did and there was times where you felt burnt out and I was like I could keep going with this like you know the money was good uh, when the team was good and and you know so but there was moments where we said okay well maybe one of us can do it step aside and then we came to that decision as well like that we didn't want to do it without each other because I think you know, uh, us bouncing things off each other is what makes the show fun, and I don't think you guys would want to hear us uh, on a solo level. At least not you and I. We're not equipped for that. We, we, we the reason why the show resonates, I think, is because people like uh, our chemistry and our rapport. hundred percent. So, like, we don't want to jeopardize that, and just for the sake of of making money. So that that's where we're at with it. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next version of the show is going to be because right now I don't know yet. Yeah, we're uh, we're stronger together. Like we're like Voltron, we're all right as as individuals, but when we come together, we're a big, huge ass robot that can kill a lot of things, <laughs> especially other White Sox podcasts. Ah, <laughs> oh, just I just just kidding. By the way, thank you to everyone who shared your Spotify Wrapped. A lot of locked on socks in your in people's Spotify Wrapped, the top five podcasts people listen to. I've seen a lot of uh, locked on socks, a lot of other White Sox podcasts. People people that are, their life is entirely consuming white Sox podcast and i tip my cap to you my friends i don't know how you guys do it to listen to all that angst <laughs> for during your life but you guys are passionate. yeah i got a couple of people already i got some on there alex salazar listen to like 200 of them your means dumper yeah at the big deal i think it's big deal one yeah he listed to like 140, 184. Yeah. Wander Rebase episodes. Cup had locked on and full go on there, but two things that two, if you have two of my things in your top five, like that's that's super love right there. So, and uh, you know, we'll get to you guys in a second. Okay, here. but wrong dog, man, it's just like love, man. Yeah. So, 
you know, it, you know, we joke around, but there's still going to be a lot of great Sox podcasts in, in the interim uh, until we regroup and find out what we're going to do. But I had a lot of fun the past two years doing this show with you, Herb, and uh, you know, we'll just we'll take a quick time out and we'll talk about who's going to take over this show. We'll talk about some of our favorite moments, and we'll give some thank yous out uh, next here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best-tasting protein bar ever. And this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. It's Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. And best of all, it's high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, folks. Delicious and healthy. And best of all, there's so many different flavors to choose from. I love the German chocolate. How about raspberry or maybe mint brownie? Some holiday festive flavors. What about cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie? All those sound good to me. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in the endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. I keep them with me at work, some in the car, and they always come through in the clutch for me whenever I need that little boost and something to suppress that appetite between meals. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. And if you like those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. So go to Built.com now. Use our promo code LOCKED15. That's going to get you 15% off your order at Built.com. That's Built.com, promo code LOCKED15. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. A lot of fun moments the past two years. Um... I, I usually this is not the order I wanted to, to necessarily do it in, but uh, let's take it back to 2020 for a second because you, you can't tell the history of the show without talking about the odd year everyone had last year. But when you came on board and agreed to do the show, Jay Zawaski is the one that recommended us to the network, and I want to thank him first and foremost for getting being our, our entryway into the network. And I'll give my other thank yous in a second here. But uh, the 2020 season was a, a weird one for us. Uh, filled with with personal loss, uh, filled with no games to talk about, and the network was totally understanding, and I, that bought us a lot of uh, a good faith in going forward. They didn't have to do that. Our guy Sean Woodley at the network, who has moved on from the channel, uh, from the MLB channel, and he's focusing, I believe, on the NHL channel, uh, but Sean did a hell of a job managing us, which we are not easy to manage a lot of the times, but he let us do our thing. Uh, but there's a lot of fun moments, man, but I, I think – you know, uh, I don't know what Tony's favorite moment was. Let's see. I think the corn game. Yeah, the corn game was definitely right up there. I think I'll always think of the really fun moments doing this show and the fun moments of the past two seasons. Tim Anderson's walk-off is one of the things I'll never forget. And just riding the wave of that, that's how I put it with everyone. Like, you know, anyone could have done those shows uh, on, on nights like that. You know, Ranji checking in, <laughs> leaving early, uh, calling him impromptu. Like, that was a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. – I think my favorite moments, uh, you know, just aside from just doing them with you after big wins and, and enjoying what I hope to be one of the more historic and best runs in White Sox history. We've already seen back-to-back playoff appearances for the first time ever, Jerry, in ever. Um, so that's exciting. So if that's an indicator of what's to come, I think there's there's even better stuff down the road. But uh, Lucas Giolito's no-hitter. Last year for me is something I'll never forget when so many of us felt so isolated and we couldn't be at the ballpark. Uh, I really felt like that was the first uh, instance, even more so than opening day in 2020, that was the first instance where I felt like we were all uh, bonded together. And I think that doing the show in 2020, I think helped a lot of us. I know it helped me personally. Everyone belt through you know dealt with the isolation aspect of of the pandemic in their own ways getting sports back was a huge step forward but then interacting uh, with you guys after these shows and and sharing our content with you guys and enjoying moments like that where we all felt like a big white Sox community like lucas giolito's no hitter that's going to be stuff that i'll take with me no matter what uh, the next show is going to be like nothing will ever replace moments like that you know lucas giolito's no hitter i think is top of mind i don't know about you but i think about those two mainly but Le- lucas's no hitter was a, a big part of why uh, i love doing the show with you the one game where i don't think it counts necessarily as locked on but we did rebroadcast and repurpose it as such is game three where yeah. we're in the score studios me, you, Sean Anderson, just chilling out, watching the White Sox and 
after a while we we're in one spot and I had to go to the studio and I went to just eat there just, you know, to get away from the the atmosphere out there to change it up. You know, everybody was doing their own thing. They're watching the game. And so I was like, oh, the White Sox suck on this game. I got to change the atmosphere. I got these superstitious <laughs> things. I don't know. I know it doesn't help the the team win, but I just got to feel better about myself. So I go into the studio, eat the food, and then the White Sox start coming back. You know, eventually <laughs> Tanny gets in there. We're watching. We're cheering. We're having a great time. We can see Twitter reacting in real time and that communal aspect of white Sox fandom is what i love the most about this show because whenever we go out or the people always shout hey guys john jacob jacob Heinrich, da, 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 da. <laughs> sorry um or people send us emails they're like hey you know we really love the show this is uh, a thing where i listen to you guys in the morning and like that aspect of this show makes all of us and you know whatever race, shape, form, religion, politics we got, we're all together as a Sox Twitter. And that's night was when we were hosting. I felt it. People called in. They tweeted. They texted. I was like, okay, here we are. We're all happy. Still down two games to one, but we're happy. We're hopeful. We Our team performed like we thought they would. Kane guy was out there. Doing yeah, weird exactly. Thing. <laughs> the voodoo thing there, like everything was working that night and it felt like we were all as one. That's what I like. I like the nice feeling that White Sox baseball brings people who don't know each other together for a team that doesn't have a lot of success. And now we're reaping the benefits of it. It feels nice to like we've been through a lot. Exhale. Where here's our reward. And that that night was that type of reward. For me. Yeah, because, you know, I don't know if I would have been equipped. I still don't know. Like, I, I've got my flaws as a quote unquote broadcaster, podcaster, whatever. Like, we, we would not have been put in that position of hosting a live White Sox postgame show on 6 7 of the score, a, a station that I grew up listening to. We got the chance to talk about the Sox after a, a postseason victory, the only one they got. And like you said, I'll, I'll never forget that. And that made this whole experience worthwhile because I don't know if we'll be able to ever, ever be able to do that again. If you know, the Sox got to get there first. Second of all, they've got to win the game. Like those two things don't happen often. So to be able to, to do that with you, I had a chance, like I said, a few shows in the, in the past, like I had a chance to go to Las Vegas that weekend for bears and Raiders. It would have been that day that the bears played the Raiders that the Sox played uh, that game against the Astros. I would have been in a hotel room, uh, in Las Vegas, it would have been at Circa. It would have been a nice hotel room. Um, but, you know, there was a lot of things going on in my life. And, you know, with a daughter back in school, I didn't want, for health reasons, I didn't want to go on that trip because you started to hear a lot about this uh, Delta variant. And now you're hearing about all these other variants. And now you, I wonder if it's all bullshit or not. <laughs> um, but I was being overwhelmingly cautious because I wanted, there's two reasons, one for the health and safety of my family, but also knowing that I wanted to be in studio with that, that with you that night, breaking down that game, uh, no matter what happened. And there was not even a guarantee that we would get that game when I decided uh, to not go on that trip because, you know, they could, they could have gotten, uh, you know, swept or whatever, or, you know, uh, we got a chance to do it. So, you know, that, that's why I felt pretty good about that, that night there. And uh, I'll take that with me forever. And it just, it was a, it was a, it was a blast, man. And it was because we did this show that put us in that position at six, seven, the score, where I think a lot of people looked at us differently, uh, in terms of us being able to, to carry a show like that. So I think that gives us the confidence going forward that we can maybe do it again. Uh, you know, but doing shows in my car after a game, doing shows oh, yeah. when I had lost power in my house, like this show is just <laughs> omnipresent. <laughs> In both of our lives where it's like, you got to figure out a way to get this show done. And like, you know, there were times where I wanted nothing more than to go out to a ball game and just have a couple beers and not have to worry about the obligation of doing the show after. So I'm looking forward to maybe seeing more games next year. And are you, st- are you, I don't know. Are you re-upping the season tickets or are you going to cancel if they don't sign anyone? You're re-upping. I was thinking about going down lower. So I was at 538 last year, just going down to the 100 level because I thought as a season ticket holder, I had access to the bottom level, but I did not. So that's the only reason I would go to the bottom level. So I'm still uh, I'm still thinking about it. Um, the guy, uh, I forgot his name now. I'll get it later. But the guy who helped me out after I wasn't contacted by my season ticket rep, um, 
has been nothing but nice. And so I'm doing it for the team being great and more importantly for his customer service because he is one of the best. I think it's Nick Capitan is his name. So he's one of the best. He's just always checking in on me, making sure I'm good, hooking up a brother with some tickets and stuff like that. He's been it's been nothing but the best. And I want to show my appreciation for what he's done by giving him some of my money. I know it doesn't go to him right. directly, but, you know, well, I want to show him that what he's doing works. And this is how, even though I might be a little salty at the team, you as a customer service agent or representative can have me cheer for you and give the company money that I might not want to otherwise. And so his performance has been above and beyond what I expected. So that's why I would be re-upping with the White Sox or any move. But he right now is the one I'm thinking about. I was like, okay, Nick's been a solid guy. Well, you know what you know what happened was you had some problems with your season tickets, and then he stepped up and he said, uh, I'm in the captain now. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I'm not going to miss those. Really? Yeah, no one should miss those. All right. Um, got some thank yous before we reveal who's going to be the next host of Locked on White Sox, although you know you guys may see it already, like if you've probably seen it on Twitter as this uh, show has already been out there. So if, if you're listen- one of the few people that listen to this show uh, at midnight when it gets posted, uh, you'll have the scoop possibly. But uh, a few thank yous I, w- I want to give, and if you can jump in at any time here, if there's anyone that I met uh, left out. Uh, people who have been a huge part of this show's success, I think you can call it that. And people may say, well, like, why are you stepping away from a show that's so successful? And I know personally, I'm not scared to do that because I believe in what me and you are doing. And I don't, I don't mind walking away from a little bit of money, a little bit of success when we're still building something because I know the next thing is going to be just as successful, if not even more so. So I've got no problem with leaving something in a good spot. And our next uh, host is going to have a really good spot with this show. We'll get to that in a second. But a few thank yous. Um, first, I want to thank my family for putting up with what it takes for someone who works at a nine to five gig and then comes home and does another gig, uh, you know, at the, at the odd hours that I do, uh, lots of kicking people out of the basement here when they were watching movies so we could do our show. So my wife and daughter, thank you so much for putting up with us. Thank my dad for supporting the show. He loves checking out the show, watching on YouTube. I wish I would have posted more on YouTube. Uh, so he can watch more shows because that's how he consumes it. He can throw it on the TV. Uh, but Zawaski, I mentioned, he was uh, a huge part of getting us mm-hmm. on with the network because he did Locked On Blackhawks at the time. Now he does the Madhouse, uh, Madhouse Hockey Podcast, and you should check him out if you're a Blackhawks fan. Uh, he does that show, does an amazing job, and we may be looking uh, to And him. the I'm Fat Podcast, too. And friends. I'm Fat, that's right, him and Campy uh, doing their thing there. Uh, thank David Locke for providing the platform here. Uh, everyone at the network who's helped us build the audience, Sean Woodley, who I mentioned, was just amazing. Uh, does a really damn good job. Uh, they should give him a raise, give him a bump. Uh, it, you know, they've got a new guy here, Jeff Carr, who's managing the network, who does the Locked On Reds, who's going to do a great job as well. But Sean Woodley, I cannot say enough about the support that he gave us throughout the past couple seasons when he didn't have to. To be honest with you, he didn't really know us, uh, but he gave us the support anyways, and he just uh, a consummate professional. And a, and a really good guy. So, Sean, thank you. Thank you to Kylie, who does a lot of the HR stuff, does the HR stuff here, Kylie Young, for the network. And uh, she's been great uh, every step of the way. Getting all these shows that, that she has to manage here, making sure everyone has their reads, make sure everyone does everything they're supposed to do. If you think about every team in sports, pro and college, just think about all the teams that you can think of in your mind. Kylie's got to manage those people and making sure that the sponsors are getting their money. And I want to you know, thank all the sponsors that have been down with the show. Uh, there, there's literally too many to mention. The ones mm-hmm. today, Bet Online and, and Built Bar, of course, DirecTV, who's been on board with us. Just Rock Auto, of course. You know, I, I should have had a longer list here, but there's, there's many great sponsors. But to get all these people on the same page and, and make it so you can just go to their host hub and see what, what you have to do that day and to Hello? be there. Yes, not that kind of hub. Uh, make sure that everyone knows what they're supposed to do. That's a big task, and Kylie is just awesome. She's, she kills it 
uh, in terms of the organization of this thing because it, it can be uh, a real disaster if you don't know what you're doing. But now there's no one should ever say they didn't know what they were supposed to do when they were doing these shows and making sure everyone, you, everything gets cross promoted, making sure all the sponsors get get paid, you know, get their get their due, and to make sure the shows are structured in a way that makes it uh, good for you guys to consume. So Kylie did an amazing job with that. So we thank her and uh, everyone at the score who helped to build the brand, man, because. We were mm-hmm. able to use our audience over there to help get listeners over here and vice versa. I don't know many people who just heard of us from the podcast and then went to the score. It's probably not many. Most people jump from the score to the, the podcast, so we appreciate everyone at the score. Parkins, Spiegel, Lawrence, You know, we, we work on their shows, and they're always showing love to the show and building our audience. Sean Anderson and Mike Rankin, who filled in for us during the All-Star break, who I was able to have a nice little vacation because of them, even though we weren't supposed to do that. We weren't supposed to have them host. Uh, they did not appreciate that, that we just let other people host the show. Uh, but uh, And also Weird. Shane, Shane, of course, Shane just for being Shane. <laughs> and Mitch, Mitch Rosen, our boss. Yes, Mitch, yes. The best boss you could ask for. Exactly. And, and who's been totally supportive. And he didn't have to let us do this podcast, but um, I think he knew we were going to get a chance to grow a, as a unit here, and he was able to hopefully reap some of the, those benefits when having us on the air, and hopefully we'll get a chance to do more of that. But Mitch has just been so supportive uh, in terms of, like, you know, just from a, a business perspective, like asking us how we're doing, how we're treated. He, Mitch is an ultimate people pleaser, and he likes to know that we're happy, so he always was willing to, to offer uh, help along the way with, with whatever. So a uh, big thank you to Mitch Rosen, his son Ben. You go hand in hand, uh, the, the Muncie meatball. Uh, thank you to Ben for being a listener to the show. Uh, mm-hmm. The 108 crew, got to thank oh, yeah. all those guys, man, because I think we grew the show a lot, and I think they grew their their show a lot with, with a lot of the cross-pollination that we did uh, over the po- course of the past couple of years. They're just great dudes, man. That, that ballpark pub uh, event that we had over the summer was so much fun and i love all those mm-hmm. guys and you know i don't know what uh you know we'll do the in the tailgating world. they yeah. had in milwaukee <clears throat> with uh josh and them at the socks machine it's like awesome just how many people they brought together in that parking lot and the communal atmosphere that was there that day even though the team lost i overall positive day i think mostly because of that tailgate by the 108 and Sox machine. Awesome. Yeah, so I want to thank all those guys, especially Wally and especially Pete Hand. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Beef Loaf, My Sox Summer. I was hooked it up with several bobbleheads that you see here on my display here. So that's the plug right there. But I, I have so much fun doing shows with those guys, and that, that will continue. We'll just be free agents. I think, actually, we're going to have an announcement soon about working with those guys. I hope they don't have anything uh, – in print or else they're gonna have to make some changes to, it. To, to our affiliation here but uh hopefully more news on that later on but shout out to all the guys from the 108 um guests that we've had on the show mm-hmm. there's a lot more on your side and so may, I don't, maybe you can remember some but i'll just go through, through some of the ones that we've had since we've been together sean mm-hmm. evans of, of complex and hot ones didn't have to do our show but that was awesome especially in the early stages you know he was he gave us an hour of his time one of the big biggest content creators on the internet, uh, Sox fan, and uh, sat down with us, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, our guys from Sons of Honarchy had a good time with those guys. Joe Cowley, uh, that was one of my favorite shows, uh, two-part shows we ever did, talking to Joe Cowley. Ranji, who we mentioned earlier, we, we just called impromptu. Our guy Jay Westbrook of, of Haymarket, got to get over there and try that summer of 54 beer especially uh, if mini ends up getting in the hall of fame we'll get to a prediction here in a second but uh thank you to jay thank you to andrew mason of bishi beer uh who's been mm-hmm. a great supporter of the show and our first remote broadcast uh, was with andrew so hopefully you guys head over to bishi and uh, and give him some love um but yeah i'm trying to think of any other guests we may have had i know you had a ton oh yeah i wanted to thank uh, our guy zoe and at Kay Fitz, uh who have been uh, a huge supporters of the show zoe was was he had said on a nice tweet about us in terms of the Spotify thing. So just, you know, another person in the White Sox podcast, Twitter universe, who's been really supportive, and uh, I appreciate him a lot. Those are good guys right there. Yeah, uh, Kay Fids, the guys over there, Pinwheels and Ivy's podcast, uh, the Galdo Soto too. But, yeah, it's been an awesome time. I mean, you already mentioned I had Matt Zawaski on Zoe, Father Zoe on. I had my first guest was Lawrence Holmes. Then we had Stephen Nelson from the MLB Network. You see him now on Intentional Talk. 
time was just uh, doing some more uh, general stuff on MLB Network. Now he's a big time star, new father. You know, congratulations to Steven Nelson. Awesome to have him on when I was doing my solo shows. It was Tony from the Untapped guys. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, Tony. Yeah, Mark Casey. Um, let's see. Dave Williams, of course, White Sox Dave. How can I forget? <laughs> Mance was awesome. He was on the phone with me. Uh, my week, I was just doing just straight interviews with people in studio. It was awesome. And you've already mentioned one of them, Beef Loaf. We tried to do the interview downstairs in the update studio on floor nine. Mm-hmm. We had to go to 10, and they gave us auxiliary studio and XRT, and the sound was really off. It was like 10 mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. listening back, I was like, oh, God, I wish I had him back in the studio to do a longer form him or Cherizi or my sock summer. Cause those guys, as you said, they've been very supportive of us and the whole community, you know, we could be looked at as like some type of newcomers and, you know, they could have shunned us. Hey, what are you guys doing? Taking up our space. This is what we do here at any of these guys who are established sock machine. Yeah. One Oh wait, uh, good guys talk back, you know, socks in the basement. If I'm missing you guys, you know, Southside Socks, you know, all these podcasts and blogs and content creators, Socks on 35th could have shunned us. But no, they embraced us. They reached out. They showed love. It feels good. So thank you, guys. It's awesome to have that great community. And you guys didn't have to take us in, but you did. So thumbs up to you. And a part of that, I think I'm missing one more guest that I had in studio without you. I'm going to think of it for a second. We'll give you a chance to double back to that. You know, we're going to forget some people here, but you mentioned the community and it doesn't happen without you guys, the listeners, man. And there's literally too many of you to mention. Like if you're a person who never emailed the show, never called, never tweeted us, but consume the show every day. Thank you. Like it's, there's more people like you than more people that reach out via email or via, via phone call. And we appreciate that. You know, not every person has to be a, a part of the show where they interact, but just you, Hitting follow, hitting subscribe, viewing, listening, that means the world to us. But there are a, a few people here who have been rocking with us since since day one. I mentioned Pete Hand earlier. Um, Mike Victor, who was like one of the first people who I ever met that said, you know, I, I listened to Lockdown White Sox when we met him uh, at, at Lunar uh, out there when we were hanging out with BMAC. Uh, but he's been one of our more consistent listeners whenever we needed uh, some content he would email and ask us a question to make it an interactive experience. You know, I think of guys like Zach Byrne, who every day, first person out there tweeting the link to the show as he does with all the other shows that he listens to. We appreciate Zach so much. Zach, you know, I know you'll probably miss us on your daily routine. We'll be back soon enough. Um, Paul Correct. What, what can we say of about course. Paul Correct, man, uh, and his cast of characters that he brought with him? Uh, met him at, at that ballpark pub event. Such a good dude, and uh, you know we appreciate his contributions as well. Mark in Litchfield Park, man, I think like he's the avatar of the people that I talk to when I do this show, and I think you too. Like Sox fan, hardened Sox fans, like I think of of our guy Mark, and I appreciate his phone calls, and he's he's dead on on his assessments, man, and uh, I appreciate him, you know, giving us a few minutes of his time a couple times a week. Uh, hopefully, he comes with us whatever the next venture is going to be because we need people like like Mark because. Those are the people that bring in the uh, the, the salt and pepper, the scars uh, of White Sox yesteryear onto the show, which I think is a critical uh, element of the show. Uh, thank you to our guy John Shank just because supporting the show. I will get you that beer uh, one of these days, John. Um, Uncle Pete. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about Uncle Pete the other day. I was driving down uh, Waukegan Road in Niles. There's an Uncle Pete way. You can look it up. Uh, I don't know if it was named after him, but there's an Uncle Pete way. Uh, and other folks who email a lot, Adam Garcia, Sockside Irish 99, John Ye Kest, uh, all, anyone who emails regularly, and I'm sorry if I'm forgetting everyone, I'm trying to do a lot of this, you know, it, Sean Janko. Yes. Uh, yeah. He does a lot. Yeah. He's, uh, checking in I'm trying to think of other, my guy, Leonard, um, I'm messing up your last name leonard sorry we're not good at this we're not, we're not good at saying goodbye and yeah. being gracious saying thank you but if you ever had an interaction with us on twitter positive or negative if you ever emailed the show thank you like we alex rude yeah yeah i really appreciate it because especially in the five show a week format oftentimes there was times earlier in 2020 where it was tough 
because there's nothing to talk about. So your emails helped a lot. And then at times like this where the stocks are inactive, your emails mean the world. And, and opening up that email and seeing voicemails and knowing that we've got at least three or four shows, even if nothing happens, that provided a great deal of comfort for me personally doing the show. And it took away a lot of anxiety because you guys were touching base, asking questions. So I'll always appreciate you guys for that. Um, but as far as uh, anyone, other people I want to thank, I have one more important person. If you had anyone else you wanted to thank before I get to the most important person I want to thank. Yeah, I mean, of course, the most important person in my life is Courtney. Courtney Crumholm, who's my fiance that's weird to say fiance um, i've lost my fiance she's special <laughs> um putting up with me being in the room usually in our bedroom just doing this uh, going away for an hour during you know time we could be spending together and sacrificing some time of me and being patient with me and never has complained about this venture i'm doing usually like i was literally thinking about stepping away three months ago four months ago and she was like no no you finish it out you know you've done it do it continue doing it and when i told you before when i said that i was gonna be giving it up she's like oh man really love you know you really love to do it so it's gonna be tough so thank you to her i'm not gonna thank the dog he doesn't know <laughs> otherwise he doesn't care he's been a good soldier though not a lot of times where the show is one inter- time barking yeah yes. so that's that's a good that's a good boy right there Ziggy. um i wanted to and thank that's about it yeah i want to thank you man for uh, for uh pulling me uh, in this thing with you <laughs> see, right, see right when i say it you On hear that you i did hear that i think that's something that's just still barking now he wants to take see? away your shine because finally I was, I, hey <laughs> Ziggy, calm Ziggy. Down. I take. I'll scrub it in posts. I'll take back anything good I said about Ziggy. But uh, as Ziggy's barking, I wanted to thank you for. I had apprehensions about doing the show, and you convinced me to do it. And it took some time for me to get on board. And I still don't know if I'm any damn good at this thing. But I want to thank you for uh, opening up my world to this because it's something I don't like to step out of my comfort zone. I'm Irish. I'll deal with something being wrong for my entire life, as it was said in The Departed. But I, I enjoy doing the show with you so much, man. And you open up a whole new world of this show and also just people that I've met along the way because of this show. So I appreciate you doing this, man. And uh, I would not do it with anyone else uh, other than you, my man. So thank you so much. And this has been a hell of a ride. I just can't thank you enough for uh, saying being a quick yes while I hemmed and hawed about whether or not I wanted to do it or not. It was, it was a huge part of it. And I didn't know when you agreed that I was going to for sure do it. Uh, but I eventually did. And I you know, have no regrets whatsoever. And this has been a really great experience. Yeah, thank you, man. That's very nice of you to say. And when I did take this um, undertaking, I was like, with the understanding of that you're coming to help me. Actually, you're coming to rescue me because this was hard <laughs> to do as a, a solo guy. You guys heard the shows. Uh, they were so tough. Um, so half the reason why I guess we recap and I wanted to firstly establish myself with more popular people or people I just like to talk to. And secondly, I had to fill time because it's hard just to talk to yourself. For 15 minutes. You think I can do it. I can. It just the things going in your mind while you're talking for 15 minutes is like, what the hell? just such a megalomaniac just talking about baseball for 15 minutes it's weird it's an odd thing and that's what's going on in my head it's like god i need somebody else to bounce things off of so i don't feel like i'm going crazy so <laughs> you have saved me and of course everybody knows the show is sounds the way it does because of you the organized because of you i'm just this voice over here you are the star of the show you are the person that makes me come to do this show not makes me but like it's like i got tanny you know i'm in good hands i'm solid just like when we go on vacation i'm like hey man here's the money i paid my share where are we going oh we're going there cool and tanny's you has got the, the plan we're going here and here and here i heard about this restaurant is there you got to walk a little bit but you down let's go <laughs> shit and like that's that's how i feel about this podcast like tanny's got it unlocked if he says we're going this way, let's go that way. I'm and I believe it. So I'm not ashamed to say I'm a follower, especially I'll follow Tanny anywhere, especially when it comes to this radio, this microphone. He's the best in the business article written about him. So I'm lucky to be with you. I appreciate your saying the same about me because this is an awesome thing we have here. And 
I enjoy it when we get to talk to each other. And if I ever left the score or you ever left the score, I think this would last like, you know, we're brothers forever. But yeah. I think, you know, we would still talk, you know, via this. Yeah, we would do this we no matter both what. Have the, you know, we have the connection through the socks, but then. There's a deeper brotherhood after that. So thank you very much. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times were how many times in the studio were we just talking about the White Sox and I'm like, damn it, we should have been recording this shit the entire time. <laughs> that could have been yeah. an episode right there. So we're gonna do this regardless whether or not we get paid or not. We'll tell you about the new host of Locked On White Sox next here on Oddly Enough Locked On White Sox. This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online's got you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. Well, at least for pretty much the entire league except for our team here locally. Uh, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Speaking of our beloved Bears, taking a look at that early line here, Sunday nooner against the Cardinals right now. The Bears sitting at plus eight, so they're getting eight points with the over-under set at 45. Getting eight at home, that's a lot. Uh, so if you're looking to make a play on this game here, head to Bet Online and make this game a little bit more interesting. You head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Lastly here, we should talk about the future of the show. The show is in, in good hands. The show is in a really strong position here with the subscriber base that we have built up along with the network and it's very healthy right now and i think it's going to continue on with a new voice sean anderson from six seven the score he's currently the executive producer of uh, matt spiegel's hit and run show that airs during baseball seasons on sunday mornings one of my favorite shows on radio to be honest with you and he does a hell of a job with that one of the smarter more passionate uh funny Sox fans that i know is going to take this ship and uh, and you know hopefully uh, continue on navigating it into uh, you know better more promising waters here for himself and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with the show. We had a chance to talk to him at the suite at the United Center the other night. He's got some plans for the show. He's thinking big. He wants to do some things unconventional, but uh, I don't know if he's going to have a partner with him eventually. But right now, I think it's going to be just him. So I'm excited that Sean's going to do it. And I will just say this. You know, I know a lot of you folks are here for Herb and I. Uh, give our guy Sean Anderson a chance. I think mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna like him. I think there's plenty of space out here for him in these White Sox content streets, and I'm excited for him. A young cat, Sox fan his whole life, and uh, I think he's gonna do great things with the show. And I think you guys are gonna be pleasantly surprised at what he's gonna do with it. But I'm excited that Sean's taking this over. It's going to a good guy who wanted it. I think mo- most importantly, we needed a an exit strategy and Sean provided that because he showed interest in being a part of the show almost since day one. So we thank Sean for that. And now he's going to reap those rewards and he's going to be able to take this thing over, man. Yeah. Sean is awesome. If you guys remember when I was going against him and I think was it Rob Hart in the one Oh eight tournament, Sean came out with a killer video of coach. Um, He's got that kind of talent. He's like very creative. He'll bring the funny. You guys will enjoy him. I mean, if you've listened to any of the score stuff he's done, he's pretty good. He's the phenom for a reason. So you're going to enjoy a nice re-roll. A little hot-headed sometimes. You know, it's good. It's a little hot-headed you, in, the, in the control studio. So You've got to I mean, be a psycho. Me. No, he's not no, me. Yeah, no one's you. But, but you yeah, have to be a little bit of a psycho to do a show by yourself. Like oh you, have to, you have to be smart, measured, funny, and a little bit uh, hot-headed, I think. Like, I think that's the perfect formula for someone who's taking like over. That'd be like Phil Hendry. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to Sean, man. Like seven people got that. Yeah, I, I, I would take the under on that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Sean's going to do a hell of a job. So give him a chance. Be supportive. You know, uh, don't be like, I'm unfollowing. You know, don't be that guy. You know, be supportive and stick around and, and give him a shot because right now we're not going to be doing any shows for a while, but Sean is still going to – he's taking over on Monday. And he's going to have some news about whether or not Minnie Minoso, Dick Allen, Billy Pierce got in the Hall of Fame. So I was talking to him about that. I was like, you got to make sure you uh, service these old heads out here. And uh, hopefully he'll have uh, some good news, actual news. And he's in a tough spot here 
with this work stoppage, and he knows that. But I have no doubt in my mind that he's going to fill the show with great content, so you guys should give him a chance. So I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing this show and his vision. So I feel bad that I've got to take the production with me. We built up a lot of stuff, but the email will stay the same. You can still email him, LockedOnSox at gmail.com. The phone number will stay the same for him because it's connected to the Gmail, 312-566-8727. Fill up the, the, the inbox for Sean and welcome him, won't you? And he's going to probably go over his fan history. And if you have any questions about him, uh, email him. So he has a, a good head start here for content. I, that would be your favor uh, to me is uh, interacting with him and, and, and getting to know him a little bit because I think you guys are going to be uh, uh, surprised, pleasantly surprised. Not that you guys have like a negative uh, you know, <laughs> misconception about him or preconceived notion about him already, but I think you're going to enjoy him is what I'm saying. So I- I'm going to enjoy him doing the show, and I'm going to ultimately enjoy uh, not doing some shows here for a while. But uh, mm-hmm. this has uh, been a clunky way to say goodbye, but it's not goodbye. It's just uh, be right back. It's just a, a more of a sit tight. We'll be with you in a, in a, momentarily. And uh, that's all I got here today, Herbie, on our 376th episode of Locked on Sox. It's our final one together as a tag team, and I, I'm going to miss it. But we'll, we'll we'll be back doing something sooner than later, I would imagine. Yeah, me too. Um, before I go, I wanted to mention a couple of people I think I forgot. I didn't think I forgot. I definitely forgot. King Mac, um, Justin, you know, guys out there, Jermaine Horton, uh, Wendell, all the people listening um, from our Black Caucus, uh, Black Sox Caucus, I want to say what's up to you. Didn't th- forget about you. Uh, Chris, who we met up there at Turner Pair Baseball Podcast uh, up at Milwaukee. I don't know if you remember him. We had a good conversation. Uh, check him out. Turner Pair Baseball Podcast. Chris is a great guy. Had a nice, long conversation with him. You know, um, who else? Uh, drunk fan Steve-O, Sox fan Steve-O. Awesome. He's good. Janice from Northside uh, Podcast. Also, our guy, Sam Sherman. You know, wanna, everyone that was there on that Pittsburgh trip, Janice, Alyssa Bergamini, her sister. Like, that was that was one of the best times, I think, too. Mitch. Doing this podcast. His, yeah. Mitch. I said Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> the, mom, the Muncie Meatball. Yeah. Son of a Mitch. Yeah. Ben. Ben, De, he, ben DeRozan. <laughs> ben. <laughs> Not related. No relation no, at no all, relation. right? Yeah, easy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ben gets no relation two- to to Demar Derozan, guys. Yeah, Ben gets two thank yous here on the, on the on the way out. That's that's a good look for the youngster. Yeah, and all his friends, they're real fun guys, real fun youngsters. Yeah. So yeah, I want to thank all you guys. The Melissa's one of I think won the tickets that I gave away one time. Mm-hmm. The other Melissa, I don't. Sorry, I don't know you guys' uh, full names, but you guys know who you are. Um, just you know, thank you, thank you for uh, listening. Absolutely, man. So that's all I got. Thank you guys for real, for real. Uh, this show has been a big part of our lives and we appreciate it. And Herb, I appreciate you. We'll be back doing something about the Sox and hopefully Rick Hahn will do something. And uh, you know, like I would love nothing more than to do a free show and not get paid for it and talk about uh, a huge free agent signing or a trade acquisition. So hopefully uh, Rick Hahn will, will spite us and force our hand to do that. But uh, that's all I got for today and for tomorrow and probably for 2021. That's all I got. That's awesome. Thank you, Chris. That is Chris Tannehill at Chris Tannehill. Me, Herb Lawrence at Ecknerwall23. And the show is at Locked On Socks. 312-566-8727. Fill it up for Sean Anderson. 312-566-8727. I don't know. He's probably, we're probably going to take it with us. Sorry, Sean. Give us that phone. No, no. Phone Not number. Bad. No, he gets to keep the phone number. God damn it, Sean. But we're keeping the YouTube, though. That YouTube is about to get scrubbed. If you're subscribed to us on the YouTube and all of a sudden yeah. all the videos are gone, don't unsubscribe. We're going to fill those uh, videos back up with new content with whatever the next thing is going to be. Because we, we built up those subscriber base. So to rock with us here. So if Sean asks you to subscribe to a new Locked on Socks YouTube page, do that for him. Do him a solid, but don't unsubscribe from the page that you already were on because we've got plans for that as well. So if we had to get that in there too. So that's Chris Tannehill. My name is Herb Lawrence. Thank you for the last time on this platform. We'll talk to you soon. This has been Locked on Socks with Tanny and Herb. <laughs>